The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Sports Network. Listen in as Brent and Dave invite you to belly up the bar with them to talk about everything in the world of sports, just like you would do at your favorite watering room. It's sports, beer, and shenanigans. So belly up the bar with us, grab a beverage, and let's get it. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast Show 288. Tonight's show is brought to you by Manscaped to Manscaped.com. Use promo code 1420Scape to Manscaped.com for all your personal grooming needs at Manscaped.com today. Save yourself 20% and get yourself free shipping by using our promo code uh, 1420Scape. Uh, at manscaped.com dave uh i don't know how you've done it all this year we we've been we, like we were a lot alike and how you did it i don't know and you're 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 uh, your better half she's an educator i don't know how she does it because over the weekend i had uh i was uh in charge of looking after 40 some kids at an umpire clinic here in lethbridge alberta and by about hour 1.15 I was ready to. Um, I don't want to say assassinate children because that, that's not really the right right way to go go about doing things. But I had a belly full uh, uh, pretty early in the day with 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 kids. How like you must get frustrated with Jasper. Obviously, Jasper was like a great kid. I I, I love him coming to to our clinics. Like how your wife does it on a day in day out basis, and how you do it uh, on a daily basis with kids coming over. I I don't know how you do it, man, because. Maybe it's just because I'm old, not used to it. But like, how do you do it? Fill me in. Well, here's the thing. I only have one. And then, um, yes, I I lose my patience far quicker than I do my wife. Um, And also, (laughs) you you know, my son, he's 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 smart and he's a little bit sassy. He He's able to dish it a little bit, but, but he, for kids that sometimes he's dishing it to his dad. And like, you know, if yeah, he don't dish the, with me. No, no, like, no, oh. no, no. Because yeah, you're, you're not his dad. And and then that's when I, I get to my, I, I, I get to become a, a race car in the red really quick when he sasses and he's doing it because he thinks he's funny and he, he is funny, but don't sass dad. That's, that's the thing I, I learned, uh, the corporal punishment way back in the day that you don't sass a dad. So um, nonetheless, uh, like he is a good kid. Um, How my wife does it with a never ending supply of sassy people who aren't your kid. I have no idea. I have no idea. Yeah. Cause I tell you what, there was, I mean, I, I've been in the baseball game for a long time and everything else. And there was a kid who's, I don't know. He was, he probably, probably a great kid. He's a little, he was a little, uh, overconfident, I guess is one way of putting it. And, uh, first lesson of the day, he, he tells me, well, this is how I do it. And I said, Oh, really? Well, you don't anymore. And I was just like, who the fuck is this little prick? I thought I, I didn't say it out loud. But that's what I said in my head, but now I'm saying it out loud. And if, if you're watching the show, it wasn't your kid who was watching or listening. Uh, I was just shocked. Like, well, this is how I do it. So you've been doing this for two panache. years. Yeah. You've been doing this for two years. And you're telling me this is how you do it? Okay, man. Okay. <laughs> I didn't say that. I said, no, not anymore. And I, I, I was just shocked. I was, I was 100% shocked because I remember when I was 
14, 15 years old. Yeah, I was full of piss and vinegar as well. But if someone told me to do something, I just did it. Especially if my it. parents brought me there to learn something. Don't tell the person teaching you what yeah. you prefer to do. Here's how I do it. Oh. Three plus three plus two equals five. Well, I've been saying four for years. Dude. I've been saying something different for years. That's how <laughs> I've been doing it for the last couple, three years. So we'll, we'll do it my way and everything. That I'm, and it's, it's not that he – and we'll get on to the show in a second here, Dave, but it's not so much that um, – he was doing it wrong but as soon as you had one kid saying this is how i do it then i would have had another kid saying i'm gonna do this way and another kid saying i'm doing this way it's like well then why 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 are we doing this you know and and if you have a bunch of kids saying this well this is how i do it well I'll just go out there and run amok just start throwing poo at each other and hope it sticks and now are we talking like the hand single safe out strike ball like is that what there was the, the, there, there there was some some things to, for kids to to protect themselves from getting hit by baseballs because baseballs hurt and okay. i was okay here's how, here's how you're going to do this to to, to make sure your hands and, and your arms are protected a little bit and then there was uh ver, like ver, verbal calls what what, what you're supposed what you're what you actually are supposed to say as an umpire and as an official in baseball and he goes well that's not how i do it and like with with just calling a guy out, it's it's just it's he's out. There's no reason behind it. It's just what it is. He goes, well, I don't say it that way. And I said, what every umpire from the major leagues right down to whatever level says this, and you're and you're the first one to ever say. And I actually I called him out on it a little prick. I said I said so you're the only guy in the world who's going to do it your way. Who's yeah? I said no, you're not. I said, if you're going to do it, do it my way or go home. He didn't like that very much, and he stayed, and he did it my way. Here's what I got to say. I couldn't that. believe it. What's what's now more important to the to the umpire? I, I'm just putting this out there. Having style or getting every call right? Getting every call right. Right, and so the eyeballs, right? He wasn't like, ah, you know, he was a half step. I give him safe on half step. He wasn't doing that. No. It was, it, he, was, it, it was it was it was the the uniformity of, of everything how you just and i said that as before the we actual started, physicality before we start started the day i said okay you guys are all new you're we're all going to learn things the right way because here's what we want to do here's something alberta we want to have because you you're, you're not always going to work with your body and so if everybody's out there doing the exact same thing and saying the same thing then the coaches know know what you're doing the, the parents know what you're doing the players know what you're doing and your partners know what you're doing and this guy goes Nope, I'm going to do it my way instead. You know, I don't care if the umpire gives me the Leslie Nielsen naked gun moonwalk. As long as he gets every single call right every single time. Yeah. That's it. That's the only that's the only way I'll give an exception to the well, like a little bit of flair is nice. You're different. You're you you you're ready. But it wasn't even flair different. stuff. It was actually just things how you're supposed to do it. Like just okay. that was just things, right? And I'm I was trying like, to find it out for this kid, you because... little prick. Yeah, I, okay. I didn't, I, I didn't much care for him very much, and he, uh, he, and he knew that pretty quick, and uh, he kept trying to 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 test me, and I, I let him know who a 48 year old boss. I let that little 14 year old or 50. I let him know whose boss by the time it was all said and done, <laughs> which wasn't right. But I, it, I, I, I like, I, like I said, like when, when I was leaving that, uh, like I saw you there earlier on, like when you guys were leaving Jasper, I'd leave early, and I, I was at my wits end at that point when you, when you saw me at that school there, I was ready to just start 
You wanted to come with us. Like I was like, okay, oh, let's go. There's find my a, ride. Let's go find a pub somewhere <laughs> and get the fuck out of here. Cause my God, I was I was at my wits' end because 60 or or eight hours with 40 kids. I was like, oh Jesus. Well, then I'll tell you what, the video session that we pulled Jasper out of. He was really happy to see us. I'll put it that way. Well, that's He's, the thing. And, and, and <laughs> that's the thing that we try to do drag. here. And then we'll get off this because it's boring our listeners to, to death. But the, the thing is, is that Little League used to do a thing here and right across Canada, actually, that they would have an, an eight-hour video session and classroom session like that. And I said, no one's doing that. No one cares for that. So, so we did a, a, a half class, half gym, get some mechanics in there and then teach things and kids can run around a little bit. Because sitting, having kids sit in the classroom for eight hours, there's no way they're learning anything. There's no, no way. There, especially after supper, after lunch. Yeah. I took down my pizza and that's where we had to be. And like, oh, man, that was getting so boring. Yeah. Were you learning stuff? Yeah. But it was so boring. It's boring. And, it's and boring. the instructors were bored as shit too. So Wait, and I get it. It's just what it is. I'm not I'm not criticizing. It's just No, it's what it is. It, like we tried yeah. to mix things up. We kind of went off the uh the beaten path, what baseball Canada and what literally Canada likes us to do. And we 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 might get in trouble later on from the uh the, the powers that be, but uh, fuck him, who cares? Whatever. He had a good time and now he's he has his ump he has he was presented the the instructor grabbed him before he took off. We said uh, Jasper come here and like presented him with his official black umpire little league hat. He's ready to go. Shook his hand and now he's certified. All he's he one of us now. Is, uh, he's one of us. Going to bring him on the dark side in two or three years. He's done playing <laughs> baseball or whatever it is. Anyways, Dave, uh, getting onto on the show a little bit here. Uh, Lamar Jackson today for, and I don't know what the reasoning is. I, like he's a good guy. Like he's done all the right things that are not getting an agent, which has hurt him a lot, in my opinion. Uh, for some reason today, he told the uh, the world on the Twitterverse that he asked for a trade on March the 2nd from the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Dave, I don't know if this ever turns out good for the player or, or making things public ever turns out good for anybody because you try to pit sides against each other, and I don't think that that's a good thing for anyone, no matter what stature you have with your franchise. If you're the franchise quarterback, if you're the franchise this, franchise that, once you start saying bad things, not not so much bad things, but um, negative things about the team that you play for, I don't think it ever turns out well for anyone, and more so, I don't think it turns out well for the player at all. Uh, what's your thoughts on that? Well, the verdict's out, right? It it, it clearly works for uh, Deshaun Watson. Not only did he demand a trade, um, then he decided to get um, serious accusations brought up uh, uh, to him by a lot of women, but we don't have to revisit that. And it Never really again. worked out for him. Um, why Lamar Jackson has dug his heels in and in, in, in the point of not having an agent. Like, this is the time, man. This is the time. Like, I get it that it really shouldn't matter. I get it that you are one of the brightest talents in the NFL. I get all that shit. But as far as putting feelers out, as far as, as, far as uh, generating interest, as far as negotiating... These guys, as much as I don't like the Aries of the world, they, they definitely serve a purpose, especially for 
guys trying to sign that life-changing forever generational money. And that's what Lamar Jackson's looking for right now. And he's not doing a good job because I think he would have been signed last year. Well, the thing is, is that he said, like, today I was listening to Michael K show just after uh, 1 o'clock. It was out there. They were talking about what. So now that he came out and said, I asked for a trade, mm-hmm. the Ravens came out and they, and they said, well, here's what we actually offered him. Here, Here's a deal. Here's here's this. Here's that. And it was two. It was 160 guaranteed. And then it was 200 or whatever. What It doesn't much matter what the, the numbers were. It's, it's money that you and I will never, ever see or most people will never, ever see. And it was if he plays to game five of 2026 or whatever it was, he was going to get 200 million guaranteed and on and on and on. So now that the, 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 the details of what he was offered are coming out, it's like, dude, like what more do you want? And to, to the average person, the average fan. And I, I have a real problem with, with players saying, try, trying to get the, the fan base on their side when, when they, when they do go public with these demands, compared to what the the, the team did, didn't say fuck all because the team didn't say anything for, for over a year now, really, what, what's been going on. And then because at the end of the day, players play for a little bit and then they're done. And players play for a little bit and they get traded. And players play for a team and then they're gone. At the end of the day, a fan of is a fan of a team more than they are of a player. And the players always, I shouldn't say always lose, 95% of the time, every time a player tries to go public with this stuff, it bites them in the ass because fans are fans of a team more than they are of a player. Oh, 100%. Like, look <laughs> at um, uh, Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell, like two all-world talents at their positions uh, that happen to be with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, once they went loony and, and uh, demanding their own shit, then – their career went down in a in in, in a hurry. Le'Veon Bell was nothing after he left uh, Pittsburgh, and Antonio Brown, sure he's uh, he he right wigged out in um, in Oakland. It's one of the only years I did watch that hard knocks thing because I hate Oakland and I hate Gruden and I wanted to see things that I hate. And uh, so, and Antonio Brown is another person I hate, and he was such a prima donna. I lost all respect for him. And then he won that title with uh, Tampa Bay. And then acted like an absolute fucking clown the next year. Like, I don't get it. Like, um, A, Lamar, grab an agent, please. Like, I like you. I want you to succeed. But, and I don't know what's keeping this. Well, it's probably a point, Dave, now it's like, well, now, now he, he dug his heels in so much, he can't go back now. Yeah, but then that that's, that's. It's it's too late because it's like now what do you do? Like who's gonna someone would have signed you or given you that offer already? Like so now Baltimore, why would any team do anything? Because if they tender him, they get two first rounds. If Baltimore can match or they get Baltimore's two first round draft picks for the next two years. Or now Baltimore can trade him like for like a, a second and a third with a sign and trade or something. I don't know, like, and and I blame Deshaun. I well, no, I don't blame Deshaun. I blame the Browns. They right fucked this up. They right fucked this up. And like, and because Lamar Jackson is a better quarterback than Deshaun Watson. Lamar Jackson is a better quarterback than um, 
what's his nuts in Arizona. I'm looking at him. But you know who I'm talking about. He's a better quarter, quarterback than Hebert. He's as good as uh, Josh Allen and um, and Joe Burrow. Well, maybe not Joe Burrow, but nonetheless. He's better than both. He's, he's, he's better in, than both. He has an, NH, uh, uh, an MVP. MVP. Yeah. That's that's ridiculously hard. I, I just tell tell ask Aaron Rodgers how great you are to get one of those. Well, right? I, I, like and the thing I I, I want to get like it's not just NFL quarterbacks, Dave. It's not just NFL guys who who uh, hedge their bets a little bit on themselves and everything else. And when they and they and they say I'm great and the team's bad, like there there has been many guys over the years. Once they say I'm. I'm better than the team and the team did, did the team did me wrong. And then, so they get traded or they sign somewhere else. And like you, you look at over the years, there is there might be three, three guys ever. Gretzky's one of them where, where fans left Edmonton and went, went and followed Gretzky to, to LA because they were Gretzky fans. Uh, maybe Montana, probably not. Like, because he went to to to, to uh, Kansas City back in the day, you can't think of many guys over the years who've who benefited by saying anything bad about a a a, a team. Like, can you? Can, the, the can two, you think of anything? Two, well, the two examples you just brought up wasn't the player's fault. The player wanted to. No, see. no, it's not. Right, but right? I'm saying that you when a player leaves, says, leaves like, a get, team, the fan base stays with the team. Here. They don't go with the player. Right. Well, Ricky Henderson. Well, Rick went every, but, but Rick, Rick played for every fucking team in the league. So whatever, <laughs> one of those things. Well, yeah. So, like, Rick, you Rick, know, Rick didn't play for less teams than he played for. <laughs> you know, but then towards the end, I don't care if it was the Toledo Mudheads. I was still a Ricky fan. Like, oh, I absolutely. Wanted, I just wanted to see Ricky. Um, someone that wanted out and succeeded. <laughs> You know, I thought I had one, but I, I can't remember right now. What about Marcus Allen? He had some really good years with the Kansas City Chiefs, but that was Al Davis just being a dick. Do you remember that? He was vaguely. Yeah, vaguely. yeah, yeah. So um, what about uh, not Roger Clemens? There has to be a baseball guy that wanted out. Can't think about it. Well, I'll I'll do one for you right now. Like, I, I, obviously, I'm I'm a Jeter guy through and through. But back in 2000, I think it was 2012, when Jeter and, and they they were going to their contract negotiations for Jeter's last deal, I I guarantee you to a man, because Jeter was a little bit pissed when Cashman went public with what with what demands were, and and they and Jeter asked Cashman, "Who would you rather have?" And he said, "Tulowitzki. I'd rather have Tulowitzki playing shortstop." for the New York Yankees right now. He's a better player than you are right now. If Jeter would have left in a huff, I guarantee you to a man, the New York Yankee fans would have turned on Jeter. They they, they, they would have like, yeah, you, you won some championships. You, you did this. You did great. Thank you very much. But I'm, but I'm what a Yankee Cashman fan. Offered, yeah, I'm, not a, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm a Yankee fan first. I'm a Jeter. I'm a Jeter fan fourth. Yeah. You know well, what I mean? uh, yeah, because like once they de heard the contract negotiations, and and then like no man, like that was more than fair. Like don't don't yeah. overpay because you fancy yourself the icon right now. And all these right? all these athletes who think that they're bigger than the franchise, it's time to just shut your traps because you know what? You're not. You're you're really not because every 
every sports fan loves their team more than they love the, the player. Yes, a player brings them into a bit, but players, players go away. Chick stick scars, pain goes away. Glory don't last forever, man. And there's a lot of uh, there's a there's a pretty good uh, chunk of the of NFL fan base that followed Brady to uh, Tampa Bay. Like I know Brady fans more than I know Patriot fans. Like almost like and really? and, and, and yeah, it's younger people too, right? Because when they came up, that was Brady winning every other fucking year for twenty years, right? So they became football fans because of Tom Brady. Then they're not football fans. No, and and which I agree. And but or baseball fans or hockey fans. Yeah, NFL don't care, right? That's eyeballs on the screen. They want to know what Brady does, right? Like how many how many people right now are like looking at McDavid's stat line every night, even though they don't follow the Oilers, but they just know he's the greatest player out right now, and they want to see his highlights. And those highlights are ridiculously good. Could you imagine if McDavid says it? Like, it, I think it'll work out. He's for going him. to say it. Well, like, why wouldn't it work out for him? Trade me right fucking now. Slap shot. Trade me right fucking <laughs> now. And hang up. <laughs> Dane Lemieux from Slap Shot back in the day, telling Paul Newman. Like, yeah, I just, I just find it all when these guys, they go public and they try to get the, the fan base on their side. And it, it never turns out well it because can't it can't work out. All of a sudden, it gets onto podcasts, gets on to, to sports talk radio and everything else. It never turns out well for the athlete because at the end of the day, you're just an, and, and and it's shitty. I, we've talked about this a lot, Dave, over the last few months. It's shitty for athletes, and I it's it's hard. And I understand that uh, we should celebrate the athletes more than we do. But at the end of the day, you're just an employee of that fucking team, and that's it. Like, because somebody else going to come in and fill in that spot, and you'll still watch that team more than you'll watch that athlete. Because if let's just say back, if if uh, John Elway decided to become a, let's say a, a sore team out there, a St. Louis Ram back in the day, back back when 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 they were playing, if John Elway became a, a St. Louis Ram back in nineteen ninety whatever the fuck, you wouldn't have become a Rams fan. You wouldn't have. You would have. You would have. You you would have maybe tuned in to a few Rams games here and there because he's your. He was your guy. But at the end of the day, that's not your team. Athletes are just employees, and that's all they are. I do agree with that. And then at at the end of the day, you're only worth what someone's willing to pay. And if you can't get someone to sign on the dotted fucking line, maybe you're not worth it. Yeah, but that guy is making that much. Does that's not an argument? That's not an argument. That's, I don't so, care. Yeah, sign on the line that is dotted, and also Lamar, like it sucks. It's the style. You've been hurt a bit, so like when you're asking for guaranteed money, you haven't shown that you you can be healthy, and and there, and this is this is maybe why you need an agent, man. This is maybe why you need an agent. Why Why do you think he? Like it, it, there's been other athletes like. Martin Berdur never like he was one of the best goaltenders, top three goalies of all time. He didn't run with a goaltend with, with an agent. Um, why do you think some guys just don't like? What what's the reason behind that? Like it, it can't be a, save that save that ten percent. Like I I don't know. Or you like, think I'll get twenty percent more to save ten percent? Yeah, like you know, and and that's the thing, right? They say if you're going to act as your own attorney in court, you have a fool for a client. Same same. 
Yeah, we we all pretend I, I, we know what we're talking about in the court of law, but Jesus, when it comes down to it, lawyers and and judges are way smarter than Brent Relinsky and Dave Van Robes. Oh not, yeah, not I want to much smarter. They just know more stuff. Well, they're just more procedural. Yeah, fuck I've you. Watched, I'm right. I've, uh, I've watched enough Law and Order to 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 be stupidly dangerous, but like you know, there's not enough uh, uh, ballers or whatever behind the scene agent. I I think I don't know. Honoraj was awesome. That character of Ari was wicked. Do you, do you think that, that that he'll eventually just go like I need an agent, or is it just too late now? I think it's too late now. Now he looks a fool, right? And and what's worse, like oh, eating crows the worst. Eating crows sucks. That's the worst, no matter what it is. Oh, oh. Fuck, that's the worst thing in the world. Like they're saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but then there's publicly eating crow, right? I'm like, sorry. I'm I was sorry. wrong. Fuck. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was wrong. I, did, I made a mistake. I'm sorry. What oh, are you sorry for? And, yeah. and you can't say it just once either. Hey, like you go, like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Well, fuck, I get kid, it. Like, fuck. My kid has the sorry, and then he has the sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's, yeah, it's crazy how that all works out. It's going to work out that way. And you just wonder, you just wonder how how it got to that point. I mean, and and that's just athletes thinking they're bigger than the world. And he seems like like, like we talk about Lamar Jackson a lot for two guys who don't give a fiddler's fuck about the uh, Baltimore Ravens at all. But he's he's an all world talent. He seems like a, a really good guy. He just got some bad advice from some buddies of his that he he ran with it. It it hasn't turned out very good. Well, yeah, he, like, 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 between injuries and the Browns signing uh, Deshaun Watson to that monster deal, I think he's just a little bit skewed as to what he thinks. Kyler Murray, the guy in Arizona, like he's way better than Kyler Murray, miles, and like he's at minimum a little bit better than Deshaun Watson. So yes, I guess that's what he sets his worth at. But now, once again, get him to sign a fucking contract that says that you're worth that. What happens if, let's just say tomorrow morning, uh, Buddy Johnson or whatever his name is from the the, the owner of the Jets. Is his name Buddy or Butt? I think so. It is a Johnson. I think Woody. it's Buddy Johnson. Woody Johnson. Woody. Woody Johnson. What happens if tomorrow morning Woody Johnson's, because he has been popping off a lot about signing a big-time quarterback because he – because he figures, and they are, they're they're a quarterback away from being a, a, a serious contender in the National Football League. What happens tomorrow morning if Woody Johnson goes to whoever the manager, general manager is in 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 New York, and says, "Go out and get Deshaun Watson, give the draft picks away. I don't care." What's going to happen there if, if that if that were to happen? Like what what that would happen? That would to- be so awesome. Aaron, then Aaron Rodgers is like... Then Aaron Rodgers would have to go to someplace else, yeah. I think even Green Bay would be saying, fuck. Both teams would be like, so what happened? Because Watson right now is allowed because he, he signed some cockamamie fucking uh, franchise thing, whatever it is, but he's a, not the franchise player, but he's a not under contract. It's it's a weird... A non-tendered franchise contract, so he's which still, means... He's still, no, yeah, with, so, he's still Baltimore property to, for a certain amount of time and something. Well, so if someone else wants to offer him a deal, Baltimore gets two choices. They can match, 
and then he's he, then that's the terms of his Baltimore contract. If they refuse, the team that signs him gives the next two first round draft picks, two two first rounders to do that. But I think I heard the Michael K show today that that the Jets have the thirteenth pick. Who cares? Who cares? Mm-hmm. Just some dude from fucking Tallahassee. All right, whatever. Good. Bye. Who cares? Yeah, those are those are talents, and you find them. But like, I I get it. Like the franchise difference making quarterback is worth a lot. And that's lot. what I'm saying. So if if let's say if, if Woody Johnson says, "I promise our fan base, we'd go and get this quarter. We, we would have a better quarterback this year." And all of a sudden, because this this Aaron Rodgers thing hasn't worked out at all, it's it's kind of went silent the last few days or week actually. It's just gone. It's gone. I love that. I love that so much. I wish it would happen. I'm going to dream about it tonight and try and. So, and so let, let's just say that that Lamar that Jackson makes a call to Wood, to to Woody Johnson Johnson Johnson. He gets his vaccine done. See you later, and then that's it. Yeah, and then what are you going to do, Aaron? What are you, gonna do, Aaron? What, what are you going to do now? Do you go? Do you go beg back to the Packer fans? Well, you have to. You have like you're like you have to show up to get your fifty mil, right? So if he if he has to sit and watch Jordan Love slinging around in, I in think Vegas, that's going to happen. I actually think that's going to happen. Oh, dare to dream! Like I said it two weeks ago when we were talking about, <laughs> and I called him a cocksucker and everything else. I I I I. In my heart of hearts, I think that the Green Bay Packers don't care because they know they're not they're not winning a Super Bowl with 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 without Aaron Rodgers. They didn't win one with them, so right. they're like, "Well, we're going to pay you." They, they signed him the contract. Okay, you want to you want to be an asshole to us? Sit up there with your with your Baileys and and coffee and a brat. Watch this. We don't. Oh care. no, he has to sit on the bench. That's what I mean. Sit there. Yeah. Sit there. Yeah. I, hold the, I actually hold the clipboard. I actually think that's going to happen. I really do. <laughs> You're not bigger than the game, dude. And these and and this goes back to how we started this conversation. These guys who think they're bigger than game the, the game and bigger than teams, they're not. They're they're not. There's not many guys who are. There's there's not. See, there, and there, I don't think there might Lamar, be half a dozen guys ever. I don't think Lamar Jackson ever did it uh, that way. I honestly no, believe I don't his either. intentions are true. And and he's just getting bitten in the ass by not like really everywhere he goes, he's like, fuck, yeah, fuck. I made a mistake again. Yeah. Jeez, like I, I, it's all it is. Oh, mm-hmm. learning curve, learning curve. I guess all all that is with him. How the fuck do I generate interest? Like, how do I? I he doesn't know how to get bidding wars going. He well, he's too busy playing Fortnite with Kyrie, with whoever and everything. Nah, like that. he's not a Fortnite. He just doesn't. He's just in over his head on contract negotiations yeah. of this size. No, it's 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 an odd situation. Anyways, the fourteen twenty sports bar podcast for beer sports talking a whole lot more. This uh, segment brought to you by Manscaped and Manscaped.com. Use promo code one four two zero escape at Manscaped.com for twenty percent off and free shipping on all your personal grooming needs today are you thinking of going to a game or a concert in the coming days ahead or do you already have tickets and want to upgrade where you're sitting it's simple go to seatgeek.com or the seatgeek app they have tickets for all sports going on right now as well as concert tickets to shows throughout north america and to make things even better use promo code 1420pod that's 1420pod and receive 20 bucks off your first purchase 
Once again, that's promo code 1420pod at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. This segment's brought to you by SeatGeek.com, the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420pod at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself 20 bucks on your first purchase for all of your uh, sporting events, concerts, shows, whatever it may be at SeatGeek.com today. Dave, the Major League Baseball season starts on uh, Thursday morning. It gets going here. Uh, There's a lot of teams that don't have a hope in hell. I saw a funny thing today, and I don't know if you saw this on the old Twitter machine. It was on there, I think, since the the World Baseball Classic ended. But uh, Ken Griffey Jr., who hasn't played. Fourth highest played. He hasn't played for the Cincinnati Reds since 2000 and God knows what, 10, 11, 12 years, whatever it may have been. He is going to be the third or fourth highest paid Cincinnati Red. For the team this year at three million bucks a year, how does this happen? Like how? 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 Oh God, we talked about it. And it just we—I didn't know it was coming, and I'm so glad it did. It, this is the first thing I thought about because I called out the Pirates and the uh, the Reds ownership groups, like once proud franchises that I kind of liked, didn't root for, but kind of liked. And now the Cincinnati Reds are allowing a player that has been retired for 10 years. At least. He, he, well, he's in the Hall of Fame. So what is that, three years? Uh, it's three plus. He would have been a first ballot guy. So, yeah. But, he's yeah. So I would say 17 years, 17 to 20 years he's been retired. Not retired. And, no, 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 no. 10. 10, okay, 12. Yeah. What's, okay. But there's that 3.9 was a restructuring type thing or? Yeah. Nonetheless, gone for 12. He's in, he's already elected in the Hall of Fame and uh, he's still getting paid. He's your fourth highest plate, like fuck. at three million bucks. Oh, it sickens me. It, it actually sickens me. And Joey Votto is your highest paid, and he this is his retirement year. So, like, what, what, what's, what's there? What are you paying money for? Like a guy in his last year of the deal, I don't know who two and three are, but then someone that's been out of the game for over 10 years? The fuck? That's insulting as a fan. It's of the actually Cincinnati worse. Races. Like the, the Bonilla deal that happens on on Canada Day every year uh, on July 1st, that, that, one's, that, that one's just funny because it's the way it worked out with the Mets and that was the way it happened out with the Will Ponds and the... And the, uh, and the <laughs> but he never the made Bernie more than a thing. starting player. No, I, I, exactly. And it, like the, the Madoff situation and the Will Ponds and the Mets and it was one of those things. Like this one with with uh, with Griffey, it's it's a bit disturbing in the, in the sense that owners just run amok when they when they can and then when it doesn't work out well for them they they find a way out and I, it's it's so messed up that ken griffey jr who's like one of the all-time top top 10 maybe even top five guys ever play the game he hasn't played in how long like you said and he's gonna make more than every other than the, he's gonna make more than 23 other players that are playing baseball today for the cincinnati reds it's Seven, so yeah. fucked up. It's so messed up. And I, I, I don't give a shit what guys make. And I don't care. I, I don't care what owners make. I don't. 
but there has to be something to come down the pike eventually that these owners need to be held accountable, especially in baseball for what they do. We, we talk about it all the time. These, they have to be held responsible for, for, for the, these contracts they signed that get them in trouble. And then they go, well, we tried. No, you didn't. Th- these owners have to be held responsible a lot more than they are. And then how do you do that? I guess stay home for the ballpark. And I don't know how, what, what else to do because but you can't not watch baseball and and if you're a fan it like i would i would consider divorce if i was a, a reds fan that i i think that's more insulting than what the oilers did when i divorced them they were still willing to spend money but just in really stupid stupid ways and with no direction the direction of your franchise and the Pittsburgh Pirates franchise and the Marlins franchise up and down throughout the years has been like, you know, let's just put a team together and finish last and cash some checks. What do you think of that? You know, and it's insulting. They don't care about the franchise. It's got to be disheartening. Like opening days is, is on Thursday, like I, I said, and it, it's, it's 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 for me. It's it's Christmas morning. You open, you come. I come downstairs and I put ten games on and I whatever it's go, going on down here, and it's great for me and I, I love it. But it's got it's disheartening. Like my team, my team has a chance. I I'm realistic that they probably aren't winning the World Series, and I'm a New York Yankees fan. So I, I'm actually saying the New York Yankees have a chance, not a great chance to win. It's got to be disheartening for a big chunk of Major League Baseball fans knowing that their team after Sunday is out of a playoff race. It is absolutely fucking gross that that's the way it is. They're never getting closer to first than this. Than right, right now. Then right fucking now. They might go one and one on by Saturday <laughs> afternoon. They might be one and one, and that's it. Seven days at best, you might be within two games. Like, it, like, and then it's over because you know the fact that Ken Griffey at three million is the third highest paid three million or three million bucks. It tells me they don't have anybody even worth fly shit on the mound. On the hill, like, like seriously, you don't have a starter that makes more than three million fucking dollars. That's insane to me. Kidding me? It's insane. That's insane. It's ridiculously insane how much a three million dollar player is. Like nobody makes, nobody you know the name of makes three million dollars. No difference maker does. I'm a baseball dork. I'm trying to think of one right now, and I can't. Nothing's coming across my head. Right? It's. Neither me, like unless it's a rookie something. Well, Volpe out of the Yankees, he's got named the opening right. shortstop, but he's making eight eight fifty or whatever, maybe. But yeah, but that's you know that's a fluke thing, right? Because you're paying IKF, you're paying the position enough, you're paying the position more than three million dollars. Yeah, isn't because isn't IKF still on the roster? As of uh, eight thirty on a on a, on a Monday night, but yeah, it might might change and by he's by opening like day. Like fifteen twenty. No, no, he's about five, I think. Okay. Yeah. But more than three. More than three. And it's, it's, it's <laughs> and they're about to, and it, it's, them. it's, it's like, it's hard to, I don't like when a, 
a team a person's a fan of their team it's it's great and i love it no matter what sport it is if you want to be a fan of the pittsburgh steelers or the pittsburgh penguins or the 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 houston astros or the denver broncos or whoever it may be and and in your fan of your team the vancouver canucks whatever it may be and it's got to be tough. Like it's when when your team doesn't have a hope and fuck a winning, it's got to be tough, man. Like when you're when when you're you're around a sports bar with your buddies and you're you asked to get the the uh, the Broncos game on because they had they had a rough year, or if you get asked to put the Brewers game on and or who whatever team, that's got to be tough in your psyche. Like when you you know that you're you're investing your team psychologically and you want to watch your team succeed and you just know deep down in your soul that they're not going to. That's a tough goal, man. Like it, it is, it is. It, oh, I, sure. I appreciate guys who do it, but fuck me. Every sports fan that that is a sports fan completely understands the ebb and flow of your, of your teams, right? All you want to do is like, you know, you don't want your team to suck ass, but you want them to be competitive. And then you, when they have a shot, you want to see them do good, like for five of seven years, like, you know, the Broncos were, they were consistently good for 20 years for me. Right. They 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 lost some heartbreaking Super Bowls and I get that. Then they had a bit of a dip, then they reloaded and then came to the Super Bowl. Then they had a dip and they came and they won another Super Bowl. And now they dipped and this this dip is testing my patience a bit. But when you're a fan of 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 say the teams like like Pittsburgh and Cincinnati, you've had they have the 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 history. More ebbs and flows in the last 20 years. And now it's just with no hope. With no hope. And like and 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 now you you lose hope because of the ownership. Same with the the Commodores, the Washington Commodores. They're thank God they're getting rid of Snyder because that was a crazy proud franchise. And they are so mad and they, they they've just checked out. Because like what's, Dave, what, a- what's crazy is is you look at the payroll of the of the uh, um, Tampa Bay Rays, and you look at the payroll of the Cincinnati Reds and, and the Pittsburgh Pittsburgh Pirates, and on and on and on. How the Rays and I want to do some research on this. I got a thing I'm doing tomorrow night, but for belly up. But like how how the Rays do it, I have no idea. And I'm a baseball guy in that American League East guy. And I have how they do it year in, year out. Like they load up on pitching. They got a good bullpen. But how they score enough runs, I, it's crazy how these other low, low, low payroll teams don't do it. I, I don't understand how they do it compared to, to how like it, it, it makes zero sense to me. This is the, the only thing that kind of makes sense to me is – I don't know what scouting and analytics budget is in a major league team, but I would imagine Tampa has come to the the mindset, you know, for every $2 million we spend on R&D and breaking down the game and con- like the money ball to the 20th degree. For you who don't know what R&D means, research and development <laughs> so like so they're like so they have a te- uh, like a five million dollar uh research and development team and that saves them literally a hundred million dollars of payroll every year by knowing when to sell 
by by finding the ones these are the whatevers we're looking in pictures that we want to draft and we'll spend so much money on the bottom end that we'll pick that we're able to cherry pick and remain competitive because why like pay pay evaluators of talent more than you pay the talent does that make sense yeah it totally does it's just it's it's crazy how it all works it's, it's that's just, it's only way to... i that's the only way i i how, how else does that model work it's ridiculous that they've been competitive for 15 years and good like, like good and Ridic- scaring teams and going they haven't but they haven't won fuck all never won and then also the right. the nerds took over that game, right? Like when they pulled the guy working on the one hitter, Blake Snell. Yeah, had a no hitter going in the sixth, I think it was, and they took him out of the game. Well, the, the analytics say this: they're still the field for the game. No, it, it's 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 crazy how it it all works out. And you you wonder, and people like coming up Thursday. They have we have the highest of hopes of our team on Thursday morning at uh, nine o'clock and we will put our jerseys on for opening day and blah, 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 people taking time off work and everything else. And then by, by five o'clock on, on, uh, on Sunday night, when the first series of the weekend's over, she, she's already over for the weekend. And, and there's more teams that, that have it, have uh, no chance of winning than have a chance of winning. And it's, it's sad. It, it, and ba- I think baseball is actually the worst one of the bunch. I, I really do. Hockey's a second, uh, second there that no, no chance to win, but baseball. There, there's teams that have no chance of winning as of right now, like none, for sure. And the Anaheim and, then, and the Anaheim Angels or California Angels, wherever they're called now, they have two of the best top five players in baseball, and they're one of them. And I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Neither me. Like why? Like why choose to spend your money on on? And they're paying it fairly. We we can't say that like when we see them we mean Trout and Otani, they're both getting paid a shit ton of money. But like seventy five million bucks between two of them. Something else, you know. And then I, I I don't get it. I don't fucking get it. And you know what's worse that you know you're a season ticket holder for your team in in uh, in Denver, right? So you're going to to ninety percent of the home games having. And an enjoyable day, uh, day, great park, great atmosphere, great and knowing, park. and you know, and you know, you're not going to make the playoffs. That's, Look. but I'm a season ticket holder, but now you're a Padre season ticket holder and your expectations are sky high. Yep. And then now your team's 18 back at, uh, all-star game. Then how, how, how much do you want to go to? Dave, I I envy you because you you get 17 games. I get 162 of these fuckers, man. It's it's a grind is tough, man. Like just like oh, just what the hell? Like just can you just like it's six days a week? Like it's a six day a week job for me. You're you're one day a week. Like it's it's. I'll I'll never understand why you find it necessary to watch every fucking game that the Yankees play like, and that's, and, and you know, you do you, I, I'll never, but I'll never understand uh, why you must watch everyone. I, I don't know. I, I really, I really don't. It all starts on Thursday morning. It's going to be great. And, and then the week, and then by, by Sunday, I'll be pulling my own hair out. Cause it's been growing back quite, quite, uh, quite lush lately. Actually, it's been nice. got a full oh, yeah? of hair on top of the head lately. I, I bet someone was commenting on it yesterday, but yeah, Call it's, it? uh, that Rogaine or 
I think just stress. Yeah. I well, think just a lack you. of stress. I think it's a lack of stress. I'm looking forward to see your sprouts. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I haven't looked back on this on this acreage back here, but like uh, up front, she's getting a little bit longer. But maybe yeah. it's just all that Greek energy you're exposed maybe, to. Maybe, just maybe, just fucking whatever, guacam fuck, whatever they're talking about. <laughs> Anyways, no, it's going to be interesting to see how it all, all turns out. And I, I, I appreciate it. We've got NHL playoffs coming up right now. And you, you just wonder how those fan base are thinking what's going on there. Cause like leagues fans, they're, they're, they're just hoping for a play. And that, and that's actually one thing I, I, I actually have to admire Leaf fans a little bit. Cause Deanne's brother, James, he's a, they just want a round win a round. And that's all they're hoping for. Lord. And I yeah. actually appreciate that a little bit. Just win around. Like just th- that's I, I appreciate that a lot. Yeah. So to, to not have too high of expectations because not not everybody can win the cup. Like it's it's tough, but win around. That's so huge. Winning around, like like oh it's hard. It's so hard. And they haven't. Like when was the 2004 that's ridiculous 2004 eh? yeah there's there's leaf fans that haven't seen them win a playoff round lots like there there are 18 year old kids who are allowed to go to a bar to watch a playoff game who have not seen their team win a playoff game (laughs) or round sorry they all fucked up that is Canada, eighteen in Canada is different than America, but yeah, that's fucked up. Yep, yep. Oh. And then and like like heartbroken, right? All those outdoor parties and everything like that hearts broken. Like, that one in 2013 when they were up up was four, that with the Bruins? Bruins, yeah. Oh, it's a Sunday Indeed. night. I'll Seven. never, I'll never oh. forget it. I'll never forget it. <laughs> I was sitting in the Silver Buckle in Medicine Alberta on a Sunday night, me and my brother. Kadri, it wasn't, no, it was Kadri was on the ice. I can't remember the guy who m- missed the uh, the the breakaway to, to, to put, put it up. It would have been 5-2 at that point. He didn't score, and they were on the bench laughing. And my brother goes, the Leafs are going to fucking lose. There's about eight, eight, eight minutes left in the third period. At that point it was four, two and sure as shit, it was done. Like that was the most <laughs> fucked up game ever, man. And I'm a Leafs guy. It was it just, Oh, that sucked. Heartbreaking losses. And did they, did they do that to Philly as well? They were up three, nothing that year. Pronger was with uh, the flyers. Something like that. Yeah. And then, yeah. Like they've had some, Bad losses in the playoffs. Yeah, they just uh, haven't uh, really done much since 19... Well, but that's okay. 93-94, they had a couple good playoff runs. They got the semifinals, didn't go to the finals, but yeah. Geez. But that's when I developed my Leaf hate with uh, Robertson, Tucker, and Carbono, not Carbono. Uh, Corson. Uh, Corson. Corson was yeah. there. And, Gary uh, Roberts. Yeah. Idomi. Yeah, it's just fucking clutch and grab pissy we're not that good but we're gonna we're gonna rough you up cocky like it was garbage i like tucker <laughs> i like tucker a lot in here's <laughs> anyways the 14 20 sports power podcast four beer sports talking a whole lot more this segment brought to you by seatgeek.com the seatgeek app use promo code 1420pod at seatgeek.com today and save yourself save yourself 20 bucks on your first purchase 
the Flailing Tender Hockey Podcast is happy to have partnered up with Barn Burner Hockey. Barn Burner Hockey is a hockey lifestyle brand that is motivated by making all-natural, chemical-free hockey products for players of all ages and skill levels. Get yourself the Filthy Mist Deodorizing Equipment Spray, the Dirty Dangles 2-in-1 Shampoo and Body Wash. They've also got two different types of stick wax, hockey accessories, and apparel that will not only make you look good, but feel great on and off the ice. So go to barnburnerhockey.ca and use promo code 1420BARN and receive 10% off your purchase. That's 1420BARN at checkout at barnburnerhockey.ca. Barnburner Hockey is so cool confident that you will love their all-natural products, they offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Barn Burner Hockey and the Flailing Tender Hockey Podcast, created for players, by players. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. This segment is brought to you by Barn Burner Hockey and barnburnerhockey.ca. Use promo code 1420BARN at barnburnerhockey.ca and save yourself 10% on their all-natural hockey products and apparel. Today at barnburnerhockey.ca. Dave, yesterday I was uh, I was in a Zoom meeting with some baseball guys. And you you sent me a message about uh, a new segment idea that you had I had on your coconut, and I appreciate it very much because sometimes I get stretched. Uh, my brain cells get stretched a little bit thin. I don't know what to talk about sometimes, but uh, you had you, you came up with something yesterday, and I it, it piqued my interest a lot. Fill me in, and let's get into her. Well, you know, I had some time yesterday afternoon, and um, you know what? Uh, as a side, I went to uh, an old friend of mine called me up, him and some buddies. He's older than me. They're retired. Never dabbled in the THC completely legal market here in, in Lethbridge. <laughs> so he asked me to go because they were going on a ski week, and he asked me to go to the pot shop with him. And I did, and I bought him some products and blah, blah, blah. And then I had one of these uh, the gummies I had. It's fantastic. I really dig it. So that's why I was in a bit of a creative mindset there on Monday. <laughs> I'm sorry, on Sunday. And I, I, and I thought about just things we could talk about because I, th- I think these are some of our more fun. Um, it's all starting to make segments. a little bit of sense now, Dave, because the conversation we had last night when I was going to the grocery store, you didn't know what you were talking about earlier on that day, but whatever. Yeah, so it's uh, like I had, I had forgotten. But nonetheless, so this is now just who wins first, who wins what first. I'll give you the parameters and 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 who wins first. So like, who wins first, the Super Bowl, uh, Joe Burrow or Josh Allen? I'm going to say that Joe Burrow wins one because I think there is a bit of a curse hanging over the Buffalo Bills and that Josh Allen's a bit overrated because everybody was anointing him the next Joe Montana before last season started. And uh, Joe Burrow has a winning pedigree from LSU. Uh, Josh Allen really hasn't really done five-eighths of fuck all uh, throughout his football career. And we were, like I said, we last year, our last, uh, when the season first started, we had Dave Roberts from Medicine Hat on, on the show after week one, and everybody thought that the Buffalo Bills were going to be the team that was going to just win 17 games in a row, go through the playoffs, and they didn't. Not even close. Uh, Joe Burrow, like him. I like the Bengals. I like Burrow a lot. He's won. Winning's hard. You have to learn how to win. The Cincinnati Bengals win before the Buffalo Bills. See, but that's not it. I think Burrow wins with another franchise because I don't trust Cincinnati as far as I can fucking kick them. 
I think if Burrow hasn't been, I think Burrow wins with another franchise. I don't think Josh Allen ever wins one because of the Buffalo curse. I think Burrow wins one first, but for not the Bengals. That might be. Yeah. So we, we agree to, on the same point, but we, we just uh, agree with who it's going to be with. Who wins the Super Bowl first? The Green Bay Packers or Dallas Cowboys? Oh. <laughs> Fuck. Dave, I'm now 48 years old and I'm uh, to be, I'm turning up. Uh, it feels like I'm 48 turning 60 the way this is all going out. Uh, Jesus, man. There's so many Packer fans and there's so many Dallas fans. I think and- the, oh, this is tough because both teams really have not um, done fuck all with the talent they've had over the years. I mean, they were the like back when we were we were a lot younger, a lot more spry. The Packers were right there every year, which they have been with Brett Favre and the the Cowboys. They won three or four, whatever it was, back in the nineties. But I I really think that the Packers there's something wrong there because they've had two of the, the top 10 quarterbacks of all time playing for their team in the last 30 years and they haven't done anything with it. Um, Jerry Jones, uh, he has single-handedly grown that franchise uh, to what it is today, but he has actually made sure that they won't win because he thinks he's so smart. But I, I'm going to say that the Dallas Cowboys will win a Super Bowl before the Green Bay Packers. Is Jerry Jones alive when they do it? No, and I'm probably <laughs> I'm probably so sitting like, in we're the uh, like I'm probably sitting years. in the old folks' home watching that probably with a with a Marlboro <laughs> in my mouth or a cigar. This one's for Jerry. I might actually find find a way to find our, our main man Jim at the fan of the van, have a cigar with him. We'll <laughs> sitting in an old folks' home down in in uh, New York somewhere to, to watch that. But uh, no, I yeah, I don't think Jerry Jones will allowed to see it. But I think that the the Cowboys win win one before the Packers do. I think the and here I think it is, it's a coin. I honestly think it's a coin flip. I, th- I think here I I think the Packers have turned into more of a a business than a team who wants to win because of the of where they are. Do you do, do, do kind of know what I'm getting at a little bit? Like I think that they because they, they've rest on their laurels a little bit that they they're they make money no matter what, right? They're the Packers. And the, the and Lambo and and on and on and on and I don't and I don't think they put a whole bunch of effort into winning. Jerry, Jerry Jones puts effort into winning. It's just his effort into winning. Does that make any sense? What I'm saying. I think I understand how, how it's uh, where the impetus is coming from, whether it be a single-minded yet delusional owner or corporation that's just more concerned about the the brand of the Packers. Lambo's bigger than the Packers. Yeah, it has to be. Like I don't know, you know how, what I mean? I, I, and I still that, don't and understand how that business model works, how one town can TV, man. TV. Well, I I don't know, but they got lucky about it. But nonetheless, you know, there's so many you you bump into Packers fans everywhere and you bump into Cowboys fans everywhere. And they're yeah. both really quite proud for doing sweet fuck all. Nothing. For the last 20 Nothing. years. Nothing. 
Okay, I got one, maybe two more for you. Who wins first? Austin Matthews or Connor McDavid? Ooh, fuck. Uh, Oilers or Leafs? Uh, and Leafs. for bonus points, is it with the team they're with currently? No and no. Uh, but the, uh, the <laughs> Austin... Connor McDavid is the greatest hockey player to ever strap him on or the best, not, not the greatest, but the best. We said that before. He's the best player to ever strap him on. And he has that, uh, survivor. eye, the tiger thing going on right now. Like he's, he's on a mission this year with the Oilers, but the Oilers don't have guys who stop hockey pucks. Uh, Connor or Austin Matthews plays for a franchise. We just talked about our last segment with, with, with the Leafs there that, that uh, has trouble getting past the first round. And this year probably isn't the best year to be trying to get out of the East because the East is really strong. It's going to be tough. Oh man, who wins first? I think just because what McDavid, how good McDavid. Okay, actually here it is. I don't think either guy sticks with their their team that they're with <laughs> three years from now. Matthews is going to go to a team to suit his lifestyle. McDavid's going to go to a team to win. Austin McDavid wins, wins, wins first, but not with the Oilers. You don't. No. And and I think for yeah, I think McDavid when he does win his cup, and I sure as fuck hope it happens. Um, he's going to be the Conn Smythe winner. He's going to be the most valuable player. He's going to drag a team. I I don't see this this current. Oilers management capable of giving a team to to win the cup. I don't. I I don't think that that Matthews has that will to win. But he, I can some, see I, him. I, I, I can see him being a Phil Kessel kind of guy, right? Just really, really good, super fucking talented, but like the missing piece and just the hired gun. And I'll be a good guy in the locker. But he wants too much money, up. right? You don't where, think where he's Kessel gonna... played for five mil? All right, whatever, fuck, whatever. But that was after five, ten years, right? Well, and you know, and and Matthews is this is his big contract, but I like I don't know either. Like, but Kessel had the luxury of getting those cups with Pittsburgh, and then it's just it's really close wherever. Blah, 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 I'll play here. I'll play here. Bread, I'll play here. Whatever shit, yeah. it may be. And so the last one, like who last was one. First? Leafs or Oilers? The Toronto Maple Leafs will win a Stanley Cup in my lifetime. But it won't be this year. It won't be next year. And that team is going to look dramatically different in the foreseeable future. Uh, the Oilers 
are also going to look dramatically different in the very near future. But I think that they, the, the Toronto Maple Leafs have the same thing as the, the Buffalo Bills. There's just a curse. The Oilers win a cup before the Leafs do. I, I'm sorry to say, I, 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 yeah, there's something going on in Leafland that's been been around for for a long, a long, long time. 1968, man, and uh, winning a cup, like the the thing is, that there hasn't been a cup in Canada for how long? Since '93, right? I and that's odd. To Thirty me. years, yeah. Thirty years is a that's long odd. time. It's, it's especially odd. like in our formative years. It was always, I won't say always, it was. The Habs, and then the Islanders had their run, and then the Oilers, and then like the Flames and the Habs, yeah. and, and then we're done. And have done thirty years, right? Yeah. Uh, like, yeah who wins the cup Flames. first? The Oilers will win before the Leafs, just because that's just what it is. Like, I think the Leafs are going to be on some kind of a, a record stretch, kind of like what the Cubs were in baseball. It's one of those things. Like that, me and Deanne were laughing about it the other night. Uh, she and her, her brother as well, James. We were, we were, so we were on the uh, group chat phone thing, uh, actually talking, which was weird for for us. But um, that Deanne kind of knows that she's going to be by her dad's grave gravesite, listening to the Leafs on the radio winning a Stanley Cup. Like that, like that's it's one of those things. Like how those the Cubs fans were back in in 2016. It's sad yeah. to, to hear that, but she, she was. But, but he, I heard know one. that's going to happen. Like he was alive, right? Like the last one was when 67. Yeah, right? he was alive then. Yeah, those so Cubs fans that didn't those those, those grandparents and, and granddads weren't alive when the when they, they they won a World Series. Well, I'm so I'm 53. I haven't seen it, right? Fuck me. That's a that, that's that's a stretch. I guess I haven't seen uh, the in the no story Guardians win a title. They're the Indians. Um, and yeah. That's Fuck, that's been a long time. I never. That's th- a long time, but, but Dave, I always his, like a historic. Now, now that you did some math there, Dave, I I do get messed up with with that my age sometimes. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's fifty years. Yep, I'm old. I'm old now. Yeah, it's funny. It, it's funny how you don't you don't compute those things. Really, because when you're a kid and like oh well this and that and like you got to laugh about it, but now that you're old and like holy fuck. I kind of get it, Cubs fans, but like I don't care because I was I, like about a Leaf fan or whatever. But yeah. just putting that in perspective, I've I have been so spoiled being married to the Orders when they won all their cups, and then seeing Denver being like winning three Super Bowls and and being in four more. Um, but at least I I got to see my teams win to be married to team like the 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 strength of the toronto maple leaf fandom oh. and never see that oh man like i think this country might burn down if they win one like i because yeah. I, I, there's least fans everywhere there is and you know the i think there'll be one fuck of a party and i i hope like there is i, I think it'd be great maple leaf management has been going as full steve cohen as they can on this like for 10 years now. like they've they've been trying like they've been putting the product on the ice but for whatever reason like someone else is doing something better than them no matter what yeah. always or they just fucking choke 
They could be the chokingest franchise in my lifetime. They're the chokingest. It was 4 1, 2013. It was 4 1. Gotta be there to choke. Yep, you do. <laughs> I'd rather, like we talked about, you would, would you rather tonight? I'd, I'd rather miss the playoffs and go through that kind of crap again. Like, just uh, because you don't, yeah, especially heart, like, and <laughs> they have a knack for the heartbreaking loss. And Kadri was a part of that, too, right? Like, he yeah. so redeemed himself by taking those stupid penalties and getting kicked out of uh, series and, and what have you. Would, okay, would you rather? Would you rather get blown out in game seven or lose a heartbreaker? Blown out. Then I'm done. Then I'm gone. I'm I turning the TV it. off, second period. I'm turning on a rerun. I'll, of walk, out of, I'll walk out of the rerun. I'll walk out, beat the traffic. I'm good. Whatever. I'd rather get, if I'm going to lose, I'm, I want it blown out. So I'm. I, Turn the channel Seinfeld's on. Because, yeah, like, why break my heart? Why fucking make me wait there and, and be nervous and shit like that? Just, just sit there it, heartbroken and everything else. Oh, no. Just make it quick. Just put a put a put put your foot on the side of my head and pull, pull the trigger. Yeah. Well, that's a little extreme, but anyways. Anyways. Wow, that's it. As opposed to slowly <laughs> strangle me. Anyways. Uh, we're well, let's call it a night day 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four viewers, sports talking a whole lot more. Take care of each other, more importantly, take care of yourself. See you around. Can you stick on the ice? What else, David? No swinging at high pitches, Jim. There we go. Tim, have a great time with the red hot chili peppers on Wednesday night. Oh, I saw it. they were in uh, BC. I read the rules. Uh, they dress like it's an outdoor venue and it's cashless. Cash, you can't spend cash. You can bring cash. I don't know why the fuck. I well, it's a good thing that Jim's a sound guy for a, a third rate podcast because we don't pay him cash, so everything's good. Excellent. Just bring your plastic with all those Manscaped gift cards. They're transferable. Um, there you just, go. Just figure it out, Jim. And tell you, and like, I hope that roommate's turned down that goddamn music by now. Yeah, that was something else last week, there, Jim. We'll, we'll talk about that. Have a good uh, show, Jim. We'll uh, see. We'll talk to you on Thursday night. Have a good uh, day. We'll talk to you on Thursday. Have a good night, folks. Get talk away, later. Get away, get away now. Give it away. Give it away. Give it I'm away not now. a big Chili Peppers fan. Not in me, but give it away. Get away. Get away now. Is that what they said? Give it away? Well, they gave it away a long time ago. That, that, that song's 30 years old. Older. That was when I was in my 20s. <laughs> 30 years. Some math oh, works. I guess, yeah. Have a good night, folks. Talk to you guys on Thursday night.